0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the
1: air.
2: Hello, everyone. Daka ho. Selamat datang. Konnichiwa. Hola.
3: 안녕하세요. Assalamualaikum.
2: Thank you, Ra. Connecting Cultures Features is a show by and for the beautiful and diverse multicultural people of Dunedin. Join me every Friday noon for Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM, podcast on oar.org.nz. You're listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM. Kia everyone, welcome to Connecting Cultures Features, a show by Foreign about the multicultural people of Dunedin and New Zealand. So this week is Tongan Language Week and we have OTSA, the Otago Tongan Students Association with us, um, Shakira and Kalisi, two of the executive members of the team, to share with us the um, Tongan culture, uh, Tongan Students Association, what they do, and also reflecting on Tongan Language Week. Kiora, Kalisi and Shakira, thanks so much for being here today on our show. Hi, Rina. Thank you for having us. <laughs> um, would you please uh, introduce yourself to our listeners?
0: Oh, um, maloelele uh, listeners, and to those who are listening to me right now, um, my name is Kalisi uh, Makoni, Lisi for short, and I am the Vice President and Culture Rep for the Otago Tongan Students Association for 2022. It's pleased to meet you.
4: Thank you. Ko cool. everyone, um, my name is Shikira Latawakufuka, I am the Public Relations Officer for the Otago Tongan Students Association, um, and yeah, very grateful to be here, and thank you, Irina, for considering us that we can talk about our beautiful culture today thank you
2: thank you so much guys I know that it must be a really busy week uh, with all the events happening so I'm just really happy that I could catch up with you especially during um, Tongan language week Um, so before we go on to talk about Tongan culture and everything because you guys are also students on top of everything else um, so what do you guys study Um, I study
0: a Bachelor of Health Science, majoring in um, community health care. And yeah, I'm a third year.
4: And I am at my final year of a Bachelor of Health Sciences, majoring in Pacific and Global Health.
2: Wow. So both of you are in like medical, not medical, like health sciences field. Um, Have you always wanted that route? Um, Yeah, I
0: feel like for me, I grew up, I was... I was always interested in science and I think like growing up I love commun- connecting with people and I felt like um, community healthcare would be like a good option for me to be able to um, uh, connect with my people but also like um, work out ways and how we can you know better the
4: health of our people
3: yeah
4: mm-hmm. yeah, and, um, yeah I guess for me like same as Galisti, um, I wanted to do more for our Pacific people in terms of health outcomes, um, as you know, that we have probably the poorest health outcomes here in New Zealand in terms of um, Pacific uh, peoples. And I think for me, being in a space where we can um, kind of change that narrative and be able to work with our own people and understand the reasonings behind the poor health outcomes is really important for me so we can like uh, just be like advocates for them in terms of um, our health system.
2: Hmm. Yeah. That's amazing, guys. I love when I hear the reason people study those um, fields, and especially if it's very personal. um, Like, um, it's just really inspiring to see students out there, especially people um, who make an effort to do um, and help their communities after they graduate. So I really wish you all the best for your studies. Um, so let's talk about your cultural identities and I think the term cultural identities is very like vague as well Um, like because we're here as like the Tongan uh, association but feel free to share with me um, what Tongan values you value and um, have you always grown up in New Zealand as a Tongan and like where is home for you? I'll start.
4: So um so for me I am half Tongan, half Maori. Um so my mum is Maori. My dad, he hails from the villages of Nōmuka Hapai, and um and Tonga and also um And so I guess just being I guess half a Gasi, so like half Tongan, half um, Maori, it's been quite hard to like kinda of live two worlds and try kind trying to walk in those two worlds of um Two cultures that are very kind of dominant in terms of their cultures. Um, so I think for me, um, from a very young age, my dad taught me the importance of like respect, um, humility, and just being proud of who you are, which I try to do each and every day um, by just how I interact with people, um, by just the way that I, um, my friendships and my relationships, just having that reciprocity to always help others and, you um, I guess with our Tongan culture, I love how we are so, like, community-based. We're always about our community and being there for one another, which I feel, like, I'm really proud of um, in that aspect of Tongan cultures that we're always there for one another. Um, So for for me, I'm really, like, blessed um, to be able to um, be in an association which is, like, like all Tongan and I guess I just learn like each and every day from my my exec members on just the language and just um, how important it is for us being Tongan here um, at Otago Uni. Mm.
2: Thanks for sharing that. I think it's really interesting when you know there are Do you have both identities within you? Um, Something I'm really curious to know is what is like the major, it's very different culture, but what is like the major um, difference between Maori and Tongan that you realize? Because I know that, you know, people like to put people in similar boxes, even though it's such complete different um, cultures. So what would you say to them?
3: Yeah,
4: um, so for me, um, I guess our cultural customs, um, they are similar but very different. In the Tongan culture, we have um, a hierarchy and kind a of system where um, we uh, we respect mostly our women and our family. Um, I guess Galiti will touch on that a bit more, but I think for me, it's just how we celebrate certain occasions and um funerals and things like that, there's a lot of, like, cultural processes that go th- that we go through that are quite different between um, the Tonga and the Māori culture. But in terms of that, like, the similarities are very similar, which is really good for me because I can be able to, um, in terms of we sing, we always start with um, prayer and um, just family is really important to us. So I feel like, yeah, it's kind of, I'm kind of blessed to have both and, seeing the similarities and differences but um
2: yeah best of both worlds that's amazing <laughs> uh, thank you um Khaleesi, can you share your cultural identity um uh,
0: my cultural identity well i'm i'm 100 percent and i sort of like grew up in in tonga which i feel like it was it was such a blessing like i get to grow up in I was taught in the very conservative, traditional Tongan way on how to grow up and how to live and how to present ourselves. And I think one thing that I love about the Tongan culture is that we sort of like adapt. We can adapt so quickly to the environment we're put in. And I I grew up and the most important thing, I guess, for me growing up in, in, in Tonga and also like coming here to New Zealand and being a part of Otsa is our four golden pillars, which is respect lototo, um, which is humility mamahiimea which is loyalty and nurturing of relationship which is tahiva and all those four golden pillars um they love binds them together love which is offer and and I feel like that is such an important um like offer and love is such an important um you know concept or value that you know that is good that it holds it hold the golden four golden pillars together because without love, um, you know, how can you be loyal without love and how can you have so much humility if not, not love is not there? And I think, like, being Tongan and um, being put in very foreign places and environment, especially in Dunedin, like, it's so different. Um, it's like you – I have to remember what I carry and who I carry with me and, like, those four golden pillars and love, they – I'm reminded to always reflect that towards – how I act towards how I speak and towards um, the service that I do especially in outside like wanting to create a home away from home for the students that are coming away from their home to study in this foreign place but also like to remind myself you know this is um it's who I am like to some people I'm like you know still exploring and still finding their way about their identity and like for for me like it's, it's good that I'm serving because I'm putting my little knowledge of the, the Tonga culture, but also like of my identity out there for people to learn from. And yeah.
2: That's, that's so beautiful. Um, so you grew up in Tonga, I think. Yeah. Um, I love how you said, you know, um, you went through all the uh, traditions and all the, um, you grew up in that culture. Um, when did you come to New Zealand, was it just for studies?
0: Uh so my because my dad moved away and he wanted um me and my siblings to be, be with him. So moved here twenty fifteen when I was in year nine.
3: Mm. Yeah.
0: And it was so, it was so strange because like growing up in Donga, whatever your elders tell you, that is what you do. But it's so different coming here into New Zealand and you're going, going to school and like it's different because you're, you have a right to speak up for yourself and like, you know, to stand up for yourself. It was so different and it was so funny. But I guess um, it was a blessing in disguise that coming in at such a young age, like I still had a lot of learning to do about my surrounding in New Zealand. Yeah. yeah,
2: I could totally relate to that because um, I'm yeah. from Malaysia I grew up there and over there they put teachers in such a high respect um, yeah. and Salim when I'm here I have to call them John and you know <laughs> Sarah yeah. so that was a really weird for me and um, yeah. it must have been quite an adjustment for you especially because you were young and yeah, mm, um, yeah. So now that, you know, you have adapted to this culture and still adapting, I'm sure, um, what would you advise or what would you think about um, back then that you could change now? Hmm. About how you feel? Yeah.
0: I think when I first came from from Tonga to New Zealand, I was quite ashamed to speak the language because I didn't want to call it. A fob, which is like fresh off the boat, like people call people that speak their language and like don't really know how to speak English like Fobs. and I, it was quite scary for me to be able, like I was ashamed to speak Tongan at school because I'll be called a Fob and I don't want to be called a Fob. I want to look like a, you know, I'm from New Zealand and I was, but I guess I want I wanted if I were to go back, I would love to change that. Like my language and my culture is what is who I am. They are what makes the person that I am today and that I should be proud of it. Like now, like standing tall and being able to to say that I'm proud of my language and my culture and that I don't have to be ashamed of speaking in Tongan before I get called a fob because I'm proud to be a fob. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think um, all of us who... Have different, or like other ethnicities here in New Zealand have experienced something like that where we try yeah. to adapt like the English language yeah. way and mm. the Kiwi accent. But then we realize that actually this is who we are. And you guys have yeah. to understand yeah. that this is what makes us yeah. special. <gasps> yeah,
0: exactly. And I think like now that I'm in university, and I feel man, it's such an important skill to have being able to speak your your mother tongue and also like you can connect to like the older people in mm-hmm. much like deeper like in depth because you're able to speak the language and you can able to articulate yourself to them and able to connect to you in just a different level, mm-hmm. so
2: yeah. exactly because they're 'cause if you're just like monolingually English or like, you yeah. lose your um mother tongue. It's yeah. just not easy anymore to communicate with um, yeah. the people back home. Mm. Mm. Um, Shakira, do you have any thoughts on that as well? When
4: yeah, um, so I was born and raised in Christchurch, in New Zealand, um, and I think yeah, definitely what Galicia was saying. It's very hard for us to um, like be ourselves in a in a culture where it's very we see, we're seen as the minority. And because of that, we feel like it's um, we're afraid to show who we really are because we don't want to be judged. But I think the advice that I would give is to yeah, be proud of who you are. Like you're blessed; God has given you a gift, a talent to um, speak your mother your mother tongue. And it's also about thinking about your ancestors too, and those who have sacrificed a lot for um, being who they are. And I think that. Um, it's so beautiful, like, our culture Because, again, we talk about our four golden pillars But also love, you know And we do everything and we serve everyone with love um, mm. So I think it's important, especially with this week Just um, about our language, how important it is Because it does define us, to define us of who we are And mm. it's so important being away from from Tonga That's kind of what mm. connects us to Tonga Is our language and our culture Which I feel really blessed um, to be a part of
2: But yeah, mm. Yeah, this conversation ties really nicely with the theme as well. So I'm really looking forward for the next part of the interview. But before we do that, I do want to know like, what are everyday things that is considered Tongan for you that you think people might not realize? Or Because um, I care a lot about like, well-being practices, um, the small things we do that, huh, that's... That's me being Malay. That's why I do this. You know, are there things that you do that people might not realize is like the Tongan yeah. way?
0: Yeah, I think just the other day, me and my Tongan flavor like, we were just talking about like, there is humor and there is and humor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, like, And it's only only Tongans will you get Tongan humor, which is like, yeah, which is like quite sad because and humor is just like another level of extra hurting your feelings but funny you know huh. type thing but it's like you don't realize it until like you sit down and like actually talk about oh you know what there was a bit of a too much tongue and humor because it was a um, far way more than what it should be <laughs> <laughs> so but there was it, a threshold. It, <laughs> yeah yeah um what else can we think about i think like for me, I think for me personally, it would be like how friendly we are. I feel like for me, I walk and if I'm, if I'm having like a great, the best to stay, I'll be just saying hi to everyone, and I realised oh man, that, that was my tongue, that was the tongue in me because you know, Tongan people are known for being for being friendly, mm. being the friendly island. So, yeah,
4: yeah, and I think like going on with what Lucy was saying, like, like especially about food, like all of us all know, like be like, hey, double, like hey, do you want something to eat? Like if you if you yeah. want, like lunch, we'll like share with everybody yeah. and like from that we like have conversation like hey how are you like mm. how's your family like it's very easy to talk with with like toddlers because we're so friendly and so like yeah welcoming and just open mm. and about just sharing what's going on with our day and then mm. we'll just be laughing over nothing like yeah. it's just really yeah i don't know it's really yeah
2: good that's so beautiful. I have a Tongan best friend, so I'm just imagining her right now, and you guys, it's, you're describing her. Like, uh, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, thank you so much for your answers. Um, we might go on a song break because um, what more, uh, what beautiful way it is to celebrate Tongan language week with Tongan songs. Um, so, would you mind introducing one of the songs for us to play?
4: Um, yes, we, um, so the song is Hala Koa Papa. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about
0: the, I think Hala Koa Papa, what I know is that, um, the Queen, Queen Salate, the third, or the Queen of no Tonga, um, it was a she composed a song, and Hala Koa Papa translate to path well children, and like. It's, like, so the funny thing about, like, the Tongan and the composition of the song is, like, it's so, some sort of, like, poetry,
4: and she sort of, like, talks about, I don't know how to explain it, but, like, more just about, like, the, um, because in Tonga, like, we're mm. all about the, uh, we have all, the kingdom of Tonga, yeah. so it's just talking about, like, the royal mm. lines, um, just talking about, like, our mm. culture, our land, mm. and I guess, like, who found Tonga, and, mm. and I guess... Um, just understanding about the future of Tonga, mm. the pathways and mm-hmm. just seeing about like our own pathways of Tonga, mm-hmm. like um, being able to understand that like everything that we do, that we go back to time, like mm-hmm. our past families and things like that. So I guess like Queen's Solo lot just reminds us of like how important it is of our culture, kind of like connects us back and making sure that we mm-hmm.
3: um,
4: go back to our, to our people.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, love the yeah. song it's a really yeah I, I, it's like one of the OTs yeah. like yeah.
4: yeah like if you're twang and you'll know the song like,
2: yeah. yeah it sounds like you've put, put a lot of thought in choosing the song as well so it fits yeah. perfectly with the show um, yeah so we're looking forward to listening to it and we'll be right back after the song break
1: hey <laughs> papa Que va a color
2: Back on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. I'm Marina, and you're here with me for Connecting Cultures Features, a show by for and about the multicultural people of Dunedin. So I'm here with Shakira and Kalisi, two members of the Otago Tongan Students Association, and we're here to talk about uh, Tongan Language Week. Kia Kalisi, and Shakira. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for being here again on the show. Um, And thanks for the song as well. And I think if we have time, we'll play another one uh, towards the end. Um, So I think because you're here as part of the association, I'd love to know more about Tongan Students Association and um, the events that you guys usually do, the members. Um, yeah, so Otago student Tonga
0: Association, um, quite interesting that this Saturday we are having a board to celebrate the 10th year anniversary of how OTA was officially established under the University of Otago. So, um, we are consist of, so we have a president, her name is Millie, and me being the vice president, and, um... Our president is also our treasurer, <laughs> and um, yeah, and I'm also the culture rep. Kira being our PR rep, and we have a um, one of the Samoan guys. He's our sports rep, and I think it really highlights how Otza is a home away from home to not only our Tongan students but also the other students that want to be a part of our Tongan culture. Um, so yeah, so Tafa is our he's Samoan and he's our sports rep, and my other culture rep. he is he's studying at Polytech. Um, he, and all together and Eddie Tana is our secretary. And Eddie Tana is also Maori Tongan, Tongan Māori. And yeah, I am, our president Millie is Kokalan Tongan. So there's a bit of a diversity in our ex members, which is lovely because everyone comes together and bring like, you know, their perspectives and like it just we like, you know, we just it works out so well. Like, it's such, like, diversity of the way we think, the way we do things. But when we come together to put things together, it just it just fits in, like, a puzzle that was meant to be.
4: Yeah,
3: <laughs> so
2: It, it also um, reflects the um, diversity of Tongan community, you know? Cause, community. Yeah. 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 So, I guess, like, so far, we
0: have had a Galea night. So, Galea night, our academic rep runs that. It's, like, a night of sort of, like, encouraging our students or like students coming in and we we provide like a guest speaker or like study packs or like what like a wellness pack for the students or exam pack um sort of just like a night where we talk about um how can we better like our studies and how can we um step up step forward and how we can find opportunities like working opportunities or like scholarship opportunities for like kalia and tonga is like is the canoe so it's like and, like, putting it into perspective is, like, coming together for our canoe to be able to, to you know, go, to move mm-hmm. forward. We have to come together and be able to learn from one another and from the key speakers that we also um, provide. So we have that kalia night. We have it um, once every semester. Um, what else have we had? Uh, third, um, yeah. Yeah. Also, like, beginning of the year, we welcomed our, we helped, we collaborated with the community in welcoming our our Prime Minister, Prime Minister Atonga, he visited to Dunedin um, there. So, but I think, like, the major part of being in Otsa is sort of, like, building, a relationship with our Tongan community in Dunedin, like, doing things together, doing church visits. So, like, Sundays we'll be doing church visits to any of the Tongan um, churches here in Dunedin, and, like, this is where we meet and greet the community and introduce ourselves. But also, like, we get to visit our, the the halls,
2: mm-hmm. the University
0: um, Hall Colleges, um, and we just open it up to, like, all Pacific Islander students, but also just to let them know of the support and services that we have, that we as um, the Students Association, that we're here to to serve and cater. Like, they were not just here as leaders, then you guys should listen to us, but, like, we're here <laughs> to serve and cater um, because we do have the resources um, under the university. And, um, yeah, we also, like, provide and implement social events, um, like like a sports, we have a sports night coming up. And, um, you yeah, know, just for students to, like, have a little break, you know, come out, have a little stretch. Um, but yeah, this week is full on. I guess I'll pass it on to Kiva. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Let um, so
2: let's talk so... about uh, Tonga Language Week. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, before we talk about, like, the events in Tonga Language Week, maybe we can chat about um, what Tongan Language Week means to you, to you guys. Mm. Yeah, um, so I
4: guess what Tongue and Language Week means to me is just an opportunity to share our beautiful language. Um, I think also it helps me to also connect with my family members more and sharing about their stories and like songs and being able to just learn. I think it's just really hard, especially being here at uni, you're so focused on studying. So yes, focused on other things, and so for me, this week is just a reminder of like, hey, you know, you need to be doing more speaking the language and um, showing more of our beautiful culture. So, I think for me, it's just um, self reflecting, but also just having that time to connect, um, be proud of who I am, and um, yeah, just like talking to my family more about. Um, their migration stories too is really powerful to do, but just their language because um, the beauty of our language kind of speaks for itself. I just know like with my dad, you know when he's angry, he'll speak the Tongan language, <laughs> but you'll also like um, hear him speak Tongan when he's happy and when he doesn't have much much to say. When he's speaking from the heart, he will speak um, the language that means most of him, which is his native tongue. So I think for me, um, yeah, I'm just really grateful for what um, this week means to me. Um, and just from, like thinking of my family back in Tonga, which I really miss. Um, and I hope I will see soon. Um, but yeah, mm. that's me.
2: I, I love how, um, you know, I think some people don't realize how much language weeks are important to us. Um, like, yeah, it's just a week. But like the, in that week, we really think about this, we really think about our language we really um, reflect on things, we acknowledge uh, the people um, who've helped us have the language we have, you know um, and it, it's also to raise awareness that, you know hello, we exist, right <laughs> um, so I, I love this um, Kalisi maybe you can share what Tongan language we, means to you um
0: uh. I don't even know where to start. Tonga Language Week means a lot to me. Um, I think like having a week where they highlight the importance of the Tonga language, and especially like in New Zealand, especially in a place that is not Tonga, um, I just feel like it's very important, and I'm happy that there is a week where we get to acknowledge how important our language is and for me it is important to the point where I just like try and teach whoever I see around campus the tongue. I'm like, do you know how to say hello in Tongan? This is how you say hello. <laughs> like literally those morning, like the the guy did not even ask if if he wanted to say hello in Tongan, but I just like you do you know how? But well, I teach you. I guess like that's how and I guess for me personally, it highlights how important it is for me and being being able to educate the people around me on the tongue language, which is a, which is what the week is about. It's about not only reminding ourselves of how important the language is, but also educating the people around us, and also like just a week to, to showcase the culture and how beautiful, um, you know, our customs and traditions and and the dances and stuff. And yeah, it's just a week to highlight how amazing the culture and the language and everything
2: is <laughs> yeah i love how excited you guys are talking about this and i just want to add um my best friend is exactly doing the same thing she's taking pictures mm-hmm. of random things she sees on the on the streets and just translating that to tongan and putting it on their yeah. insta stories <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah. like um i love how people are celebrating this you know um mm. So, the theme of Tongan Language Week, and I'm going to read the English version, you can read the Tongan version, is sustaining the Tongan language in Aotearoa. So, um, what does the theme mean to you, sustain? Hmm.
0: I think um, the Tongan translation is So, um, in my understanding of the tongue and for tula, like not only to sustain but also like to stand there forever, like that's how I would sort of like translate into English to sustain and ensure that it's there forever. Um, and for me, what it means to um, sustaining tongue, it's like being able to just not only, like, learn how to speak it, but also, like, pass it on to, to our future kids. And I guess for me, it's, like, passing it on to my little niece and my little sister. Um, they they grew up learning Tongan, but they went to school and they came back home and they hardly speak Tongan. But also, but like, I think being able to, because I love the Tongan language and I, I'm able to speak it, and I'm like, man, I should really, you know, use my knowledge to sustain their language and the culture in them. And yeah, so every time I call them and I'll just be like speaking to them in talking I'm like, hey, are you speaking English? I'm speaking to you in Tongan. So for me, sustaining the Tongan language, is that's how I see it. And that's how I implement to sustain the language is through speaking in Tongan to, you know, to my younger siblings and to my little niece.
2: Yeah. Mm, that's great. Because we need people like you to enforce that to the younger generation. Because it's yeah. easy to just... Miss it, you know, and just um, yeah, let definitely. it slide. Yeah. Um, Shakira, do you want to share? Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, I think sustaining
4: for me is, um, I guess going back to like letting it grow, letting it be nurtured, and like letting it blossom. So I think for me, in terms of like growing my own understanding of the Tongan language, is by by like, talking to my family and. I guess just understanding like the meaning behind like Tongan language and how important it is to to speak it, especially being um, living in the like Pacific diaspora. Um, and I think by nurturing and blossoming our languages through the connections that we make with others when we speak the language, um, and also like understanding other people's um, I guess like backgrounds and you know, the experiences of the Tone culture and I guess just understanding how the Tone culture connects and actually um, helps um, those that maybe feel kind of disconnected from their own culture, but being able to speak it, it's kind of like, oh, you know, like, you give that sense of home when you're speaking our language and, like, makes you feel, like, really happy that you have someone that kind of, like, understands you and, like, knows your identity, culture mm. identity. So I think for me in terms of this um this uh theme it's kind of also um my own accountability to make sure like I'm um furthering my own um language here um but also like helping um yeah my family and my, my siblings and stuff to encourage them to speak more within yeah. the home. Um,
2: which was really good too. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Thank you so much, guys. Um, so, let's talk about events OTSA is organizing um, as part of Tonga Language Week. I'm sure this is the busiest week of your year. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, so we've, so the week starts from Sunday, the 4th of September till Saturday, the 10th of September. Um, and we've had events since Sunday, um, all the way to Saturday with just Friday, just to have a break. Um, so Sunday we, um, had Bohiva which is basically a night where um, the the Tongan community and also our association was able to come together and basically just sing um, from the different um, Tongan churches that we have here in Dunedin to be able to come together and, um, I guess, share in song. Um, then we had um, Monday, we had our Gaba workshop, which was facilitated by uh, Dr. Delicia Galovite and Ikiwele, um, who are lecturers and researchers here at the University of Otago, who are Tongan, who was able to um, teach us about the importance and significance of kawa um, in Tongan language, um, uh, Tongan culture. And I guess if we're talking about kawa, it's just um, kind of like a, a drink, that we share in Tong culture, that we share with one another. But, um, yeah, it was really important. We kind of um, wanted to have that in terms of um, our Prime Minister coming and just the significance around that when he did have um, Kava, um, so which was really good for us too. Then on Tuesday, we had our cultural uh, exhibition, we're planning to have a cultural exhibition, I'm um, just basically sharing about the aspects that make um, our Tongan culture, from um, what we wear to um, the arts and crafts and things like that, and just having the opportunity to share about um, those things. And then on Wednesday, we, ha- uh, we are having today, actually, tonight, we're having our arts and crafts night at the Otago Polytechnic Hub um, from 5.30 to 7.00. Um, anyone's um, welcome to come along um, just to learn we are going to um, make kahoas, yep. um, to, uh, Tonga Necklace. Um, so, yeah, if anyone, if anyone's wanting to come through, um, we'd love to have you. Um, and then we also have on Thursday tomorrow our Bōbayunga, which is our sports night. Um, and then Saturday, our Otsa 10th anniversary ball. Um, so yes, very um, full on, very um, <laughs> busy, but we're uh, very grateful for the support that we've had and um, the interactions that we've had with this week and just being able to connect with others and share a beautiful culture through these events. Um, yeah, but that's kind of what we're doing for this week.
2: Hmm. Seems like there's so much happening, and um, like your exact name is um, you don't really have that many, and like I really appreciate how you guys are putting in all this effort, um, and helping together. I think teamwork must have really helped in this case. Hmm. Yeah. Um. So before we end the show today, I do want us to. Go and think about like the future and what does, what are you looking forward to in the next couple of months or tomorrow or you know in a year or so, um, and it can be like culturally related or you can just be you know yourself in this world. <laughs> um, I guess for me,
0: there's just um, I'm excited for etc and that is happening at the end of the year <laughs> and November from the 18th to the 24th so UTC it's like this ultimate training camp and it's like they sort of just like wanting because I was a sporty person and when I came to university I just figured out that nothing related to sports <laughs> and I really want to get back to my sports because not only that's going to have my physical well-being but also my mental well-being so I really wanted all these years I really want to get back to my sports so um, UTC, the ultimate training camp is like, they really just help you get back to your sports by sort of like a way they integrate sports and faith together and I'm excited for that and I've been trying to train for that because I know that UTC will kill me physically <laughs> and mentally but I'm excited for it, like I know and it's always like, you know, the difficult roads leads to beautiful destination, like not me not being wanting to train and eat properly but I know it's going to be great. I just know it's going to be great.
2: And that's yeah. in November?
0: That's in November. You have
2: a few months to train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck, though. Thanks. What about you, Shakira?
4: Um, So I'm looking forward to graduating. Um, mm. I graduated at the end of this year. Um, so, yeah, really grateful for mm. um, my family, my friends in my village for backing me. Mm. Um, I think... Also for me in terms of the future, um, would love to do post study into public health and really into like uh, public health research. Wish there was more um, out there, so I guess it's good for me to get amongst um, how we can help out people in terms of the health space. Um, but I think for me, just on a personal note, and I think also with Tonga Language Week, it's um, definitely when I go back to Tonga, um, I miss my family a lot. Um, my dad was like the only one out of 14 that moved to New Zealand um, and I really miss my uncles and aunties so I hope that I'll be able to go there at the end of this year and just see them and um, yeah it'll be an emotional um, kind of reunion it's been quite a long time since I've been but I guess just under, um, knowing that I am coming with a degree they'll be really happy um, to see what I've been doing and um yeah, kind of looking forward, but I'm really enjoying also at the moment. Um, being my fresh year on the exec has really taught me a lot, and I really encourage like anyone who is willing to be a part of our association to please um it. Like we're really supportive, and like I've made a like amazing family because of being a part of this exec. And I guess that's what happens when you're um, with kind of like your own people. You um, are always there for one another, and I guess. I'm really grateful for this week. It's going to be really busy, but I'm really excited. Um, so, yeah, I just hope everyone has a great week. Uh, make sure to hit our stuff on our socials. Uh, we were, we would really like to get to know you all and um, with our events. And, um, yeah, just thank you again for having us. It was really awesome to, like, share about, um, I guess, who we are and just having spaces where we can share that is really important to us too. Yeah. So um, thank you, Rima. Mm-hmm.
2: I really appreciate um. Your stories here, and I think a lot of people will appreciate it too. Especially um, sharing about you know why language is so important, and um, it, the the theme for this year it's it's just perfect as well. Like um, I like whoever <laughs> came up with that theme is like like even because Tongan isn't my language, like Malay is my language, but I can feel what you guys feel when you mm. talk about your language. Um, so thank you again for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, one last thing. We've got another song break. Um, so maybe just mention that last song.
0: Oh yeah. Uh is this Lo Love Lo Fatai, yeah. So basically Lo Fatai is like a, like a like a, love, like a love song. Like it's about like the dead being not wanting that man to marry the daughter oh. like it's like we call it in the Tongan culture like failoto loto failoto Fai is like like the daughter like you know they'll have like a good relationship with the guy like they love each other but if the parents are not loto to them like if the parents doesn't want that person I'm sorry the parents
2: <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> it's not gonna you, gotta break
0: your life. you gotta break
4: apart but I think it's the beauty of our culture is that we respect our parents we honor our parents and um, I think that's like mm. why, in terms of like families, like we really, mm. I guess for both of us were like daddy's girls, so like mm. definitely the song speaks volumes yeah. in terms of like making sure that our dads um, are okay with
2: you yeah. for the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, like for, for Malay culture, um, when when things like that happen, it's called restu because restu it actually just means permission. Like you ask the yeah. parents' permission if you want to, you know, get to know the girl, you know, that's, like, um, I mean, it's quite, like, uncommon here in, like, Western countries where you ask someone, their parents first be- before you date them. So that's a, such a good choice. Thanks for choosing that. <laughs> I love how you're like, okay, this is Tongan culture. <laughs> uh, all right. Thank you so much, guys. We look yeah. forward to talk to you again in the future. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. you. Hello. Listening to Connecting Culture's features on RFM
0: This podcast was produced by RFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.